Barrows eyed the approaching forces from the cracked and crumbling battlements. Carved into the walls behind him, towering figures more beautiful than elves revealed the builders of the temple, the perfect, glorious high ogres, offering wondrous gifts to the horned god Sargonus. Such grand images were lost on the scarred former slave, where some among his followers, Grom especially, marveled at the artifacts of the past. The light-brown minotaur saw only the ruins' practical uses. The legion to the north, the ogres to the south, Pharos muttered. Deep brown eyes veiled, he turned to face the others, while some of his followers wore breastplates in addition to their knee-length leather kilts, Pharos typically left his upper torso unprotected. His thick mane hung loose, touching his shoulder blades. A myriad pattern of crisscrossing scars left by countless brutal whippings and vicious battle wounds bore witness to the ferocity of his life over the past few years. He had lived as slave, thief, and rebel. Gone were all traces of the privileged youth, the spoiled wastrel, who had once been nephew to Chote the Terrible, emperor of the Minotaurs until the Night of Blood. Pharos had not boasted any connection other than lineage to his uncle, but he had paid a heavy price nonetheless. First he had been cast into the savage mines of Virox, located in the foreboding, ash-covered lands shadowed by Mythos's volcanoes, there condemned to toil for the glory of the usurper, Hotak. After an aborted revolt, he and the rest of the rebel slaves had been sent to a place that made Virox a paradise by comparison, the ogre mines in mainland Kern. There, Pharos had learned the true depths of cruelty. There he had forever changed. Thus, he had returned to Kern, not the Empire, with a vengeance.